This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, we just thought that was a perfect song uh, to play to introduce our friend Charlie Rounds, who we've had on many times before. He's a, he's a leader in the community. He's an advocate for rights of everyone charlie hi hello. charlie hey hello thank you too oh gosh Last time we talked to you we were talking to you after you were coming back from the south of france for the covid yes exactly and boy have things changed since then yes they, they have that used to be we easy. didn't think it could get worse yeah. and things have have gotten uh and it did. it's gotten worse charlie well but we're again i want to thank you both for your strong leadership and and i i gotta get this in is media can change hearts and minds and you two are doing it and i don't want you to ever to lose sight of that how much you're doing right now and you're doing the right thing so i appreciate it oh, oh thanks charlie, charlie. You're always a you are always our good cheerleader and yeah but it's the truth <laughs> you know we hear it from a lot of people, so thank you. Yeah. So, Charlie, I mean, as somebody who, I mean, I think of, you know, you're a longtime, you know, LBGTQ advocate, and I was thinking about, you know, the Stonewall riots were about police brutality. Right. We kind of forget that. No, and they absolutely were, and of course, it's 51 years, years ago. ago. Uh, and I think what else is important uh is to realize that most of those people in the riots were people of color. Yes. So they were, you know, people of color in and LGBT mm-hmm. and and the most marginalized. And they had had enough. Mm-hmm. And they stood up and they fought back 51 years ago. R.T. Ryback, who was mayor of Minneapolis and now head of the Minneapolis Foundation, I don't know if you've seen that article, but he wrote as a police reporter, what he saw the two most egregious things of the Minneapolis Police Department was violence against African Americans and LGBT and how much it has changed. Now, he was talking 40 years ago, 30 years ago, and how things have improved for us as LGBT and not for For the the African American community. Yes. I know. It, It is. It does just feel... That's just wrong. Yeah, it it is just un, it is unbelievable. What do you what do you see? I mean, because you've been, you know, frontline. You're yep. you you've been such an advocate, and you've put yourself into hard positions of fighting for change. What do you see that you know we can do as individuals? How can we make a difference? Do you think? Well. It's an exceptional question, and I I think I just got to throw something in here quickly. I mean, when President Obama started My Brother's Keeper, Mark and I went to the St. Paul Public Schools and said, what do you need help with? 
with young African-American men. Mm -hmm. We didn't stand on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. And we found this group that was working with the toughest cases of young African-American boys in St. Paul Public Schools who were having the toughest time at school. And And I think it's important, no matter what anybody does, is that they find the people that are of the community you want to help, mm-hmm. that they are the front face of that work, but to ask them, how can I help, mm-hmm. which is a question you just asked. But I'm afraid that we're in a time where we think government can do everything it can't. Right. Um, when I see people yelling at Governor Waltz, and I'm talking about liberal Democrat progressives, mm-hmm or that Keith Ellison's not acting fast enough, or Jacob Fry did this wrong. People, what have you done? (laughs) And so I think the question that, Laura, you just asked is, what have you done? You've got to get out there, people. Mm -hmm. Call the Minneapolis Public Schools tomorrow and say, do you need volunteers? Do you need mentors? How how can I help in the the public school system? The second thing is minority-owned businesses. Find out who they are. Who were the businesses destroyed on East Lake Street? There's a East Lake Street coalition. We yeah. have to get those businesses back. You guys, people need to, a place to shop. They need a place to get their hair cut. And those are minority-owned businesses. And then go and frequent them. Find out how you can help. Those are things. But, I, you know, I think the other thing that might sound crazy is how many of us really know a Minneapolis police officer? Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you two do or in Mm -mm. St. Paul, but how do we start reaching out to actual police officers to say, okay, folks, what's the deal? What's going on? Can we help you? Um, It is that there's got to be some way that we each and every one of us and putting Black Lives Matter or these, hey, white folks, you and your privilege on Facebook, that does not create change. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. Right. Yeah, it really it really doesn't. It's I know like uh, we did uh, the fundraising for Art Buddies last year for a project mm-hmm. down in Dirty. And that was, you know, art mentors working with, you know, kids in the the poorest of schools, right. the most yep. at risk yep. children. And just like even that, you know, hour a week that people were spending with those kids made, you know, could make a, all the difference in the world. Right. It, we forget. It, we forget it, that. It can make all that. My parents, 31 years ago, volunteered for an organization called the Cookie Cart. And there's one in North Minneapolis mm-hmm. and there's one in St. Paul. It's an exceptional organization. They work with young kids in both cities to give them real-life job skills. But you know what? My parents went up to North Minneapolis, where I will tell you, 31 years ago, they were the only white people, but they went, Mm -hmm. and they were present, and they were visible, and that starts to break down the badly made barriers that exist in our Twin Cities, Mm -hmm. is racial barriers are not going to be changed until we step up as individuals. Were you surprised or at, at the fact that they announced the Human Rights Commission that they're going to investigate and look back over the last 10, 10 years, years of um, what's been going on in the Minneapolis Police Department, that that no. happened quickly? No. Or it hasn't happened before? Well, again, if we look back, I think CNN has done a study of the choke done by the Minneapolis Police Department since 2012, the numbers are stunning. How 
often this has happened. The Minneapolis Police Department is an entity to itself, and there's got to be change. And you guys, if we don't get it this time, it's never going to happen. The second thing, let's look at the police department. I thought, and I think this is so relevant for you two, not one woman of those four officers, right? Mm -hmm. I've decided women just need to rule the world right now. Just let us have all the top jobs in government. We would be so much better off. But, Julia, look at what you just said. The best countries in the world right now in COVID-19 I saw that, yeah. are led all by women. run by women. Gosh. And all I could think of, if that had been two men and two women police officers. That would have never happened. I don't think it would have, Julia. I agree with you 100%. No matter if someone was a rookie or not, yeah. I, I, I think we're just different. I, Thank I goodness. Think you are. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but how, how do we get more women police officers? I think absolutely oh. has to happen. How do we help police officers within the Minneapolis Police Department? How do we get them to step up and say they stand for change? You know what? We can't just, as a gay man, where every week there's a disaster that happens in the world and we get blamed for it, mm-hmm. right? Like the earthquake and it's because they had gay marriage and this. I don't think we can categorically demonize the officers, each and every officer of the Minneapolis Police Department. Oh, 100%. You can't. But, Julia, people do. Mm -hmm. Okay, but that's wrong. But it's, and again, I'm sorry to the liberal progressive community that if it were done by conservatives generalizing, we'd all be up, up in arms, but we do it ourselves. There are good apples in that police department right now, we got to support them. We got to figure out how to support them. And that's, it's individuals, you guys, it's this reliance that we think government can change and cure everything. It can't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do know the one thing that I think at least would, I don't know how it happens, how the legal action on it happens, but Graham versus uh, Connor, which was the United States Supreme court, uh, ruling where it, that kind of opened up how much force that police mm. officers can use as individuals that yep. needs to be repealed. I mean, there are those things and I trust that maybe like the ACLU or, you know, p- other people that, you know, have law degrees are, are working are on trying to figure at- on that. But that was something that was decided uh, back in 1989 that still stands. Sure. But, Lori, I'm so glad you brought up the ACLU, because the ACLU of Minnesota. One of the other number one things is we have to decriminalize marijuana. Oh, please, that yes. is black people in Hennepin and Ramsey County, right? Mm-hmm. The two most progressive, liberal probably counties in the state are seven times more likely, seven to be arrested on possession charges. It is the number one entry point that the police use to arrest black people. And we have got to get that changed. We have got to get it decriminalized because it's just wrong. But the other thing I think, Lori, you you know, you brought up laws that we can't gloss over is COVID-19. The mortality Mm -hmm. rates of African-Americans is 2.4 times higher than whites. Mm -hmm. And that's a disparity in the health with what people have for coverage. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's all of these issues. It's, 
you know, this murder that we saw, you guys, that we've seen how many times before our eyes. Yeah. If we just let this moment pass, but we've got to stand up as individuals. You as media people, how can you and as media people use your role, which, again, you two have been so brilliant. And I can never say enough for you two, because you didn't need to do this, but you did it, is how does the media how do individuals, but the other thing is it's the business community, you guys. Mm-hmm. And then athletes. What if the NBA and ML, Major League Baseball and F- NFL said, sorry, we don't feel our African-American players are safe in your cities anymore. You guys, we're not, the Twins don't get to play, the Vikings don't get to play, and the Wolves, no more games in Minneapolis because yeah. our players aren't safe. Who could disagree with that? Right. Oh, Charlie. Oh, my gosh. We love you. We just well, we get encouragement that, from you. That's the level of influence as sport, as, as business people. Mm-hmm. What if Target went to Minneapolis and said, we can't recruit young black MBAs anymore. We need this talent. and They won't come here anymore. We're going to lose. We're going to have to move to Atlanta or Chicago where there's a safer for African-Americans. There's a role for the business community not to send out these solidarity in emails, but to sit down with the city of Minneapolis and say, our employees are no longer safe. Yeah. Right. You've got two years to get your act clean up or we're, we're out of here. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I, but, right. Do you well, think, uh, do, you no, think been, do you see that happening? I think if employees listening to your show right now, if you work for a Minnesota fortune 1000, Mm-hmm. And you know that we have the highest per capita number of Fortune 500 companies in the United States, in Minnesota, per capita. Is if our Fortune 500 companies stood up and said, you guys, here's the economic pain. We're not going to rebuild this or we're not going to do this office here if our employees, all of our employees aren't safe. That's the type of real action we need yeah all right charlie we appreciate you so much thank you for giving us ideas and and giving us some hope and just your good wise words all right thank you both again thank you so much for your leadership all right thank you we love you oh my gosh i know it want him on your team always always lovely always all right like we do we've done something i mean wow listen when we come back we are going to get to some random thoughts with joya all right people When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Beyonce singing now. Uh, one of the many great uh, uh, songs on the Lemonade album, and that song, Daddy Lessons, remember when she and the Dixie Chicks performed yes, that? And, yes, yes. Uh, 
It's credited. At the American Music Awards. Or that's something. right. Yep. It's uh, credited with the trend of reclaiming black cowboy culture through uh, music and fashion. That her song, making the way for you know what's his name, the Old Town Road, Little Nas. Oh, Little Nas X. Because that yeah. song is really in the tone of classic Nashville mama and papa ballads by. You know, Dolly Parton, Tom T. Hall. You know, and to that point, there was a tweet that's gone viral. Beyonce's from Houston. This was from Houston Today. Oh. The nonstop riders, they went downtown to protest. Uh, black horseback riders going up in a group, you know, and going back to your point, yeah. being like there is a long history uh, of that, of black cowboys mm-hmm. being out in the West. And so it's yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Horses. All right, Julia, we okay, are ready all right, for some well, random don't, don't put it so, you know, well, here, here's something random. I got a COVID test. I went and paid and got a COVID test. How much did it? $75. Okay. And I, when I was signing up, didn't know which one I was getting. So I will just say it was a little blonde moment. Um, and I ended up getting a COVID test and, and, that you, the I, antibody? No, no, not the antibody. Just to see if I had it, because I'm going on a plane in two days. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, actually, mm-hmm. I'm going to Bozeman, Montana, and I wanted to make sure that I'm not bringing it on the plane with me, bringing it to a state that doesn't have any. Basically, mm-hmm. there's none mm-hmm. there, you know. And so I got, so I went through the drive-thru. It worked out pretty slick. Is it a drive-thru? It was a little drive-thru outdoor kiosk, basically. You know mm-hmm. the, how they said they're having the outdoor ones? And this is a Valley something clinic. You can just Google it because I can't get insurance to pay for it because I don't have symptoms Mm -hmm. Um, and I couldn't um, go. There's just sites, you know, where do I get a test? And if if you're not, if you don't have symptoms, there's a lot of, you know, places. If you have symptoms, there's specific places, I guess, if that makes sense. So anyway, go drive up. They hand me um, wipes. They said I could lower my mask because I wear my mask in my car under my mouth. They hand me wipes. They have me um, wipe off around my nose. And then they gave me, you know, went through the questionnaire, but they had all my paperwork. And did you have to the fill Q-tip. something? No, I was okay. all done. I okay. prepaid. Everything was done. They knew okay. my name. They checked my birth date. Okay. So that the swab would be correct. They shoved the right. swab up my nose. How far? As far as you can go, probably. Mm-hmm. Didn't come out the top, did which is good news. Did it hurt or was it just uncomfortable, it was uncomfortable. for a second? I, it was uncomfortable. For five seconds? At the most. Okay. Yeah. It, it went out longer than I thought, but then I waited 24 hours and then I got my test back this morning that it was negative. And um, I think it's responsible for traveling, but I do think this is something with a lot of the peaceful protesting and the protesting that's going on in our community. There's a lot of, there's been exposure. So I just think people, please... I I see everybody being super responsible and wearing their masks though, mm-hmm. so I I feel like we're doing our part even while protesting, you mm-hmm. know. So I just um, wanted to bring it up. COVID's still going on, yeah. In the wake of all this, yeah, um, it's certainly been pushed down way down in the news, but yeah, yeah, people are still dying, and it's still we're still in a pandemic. Yep. So here's here's a couple things just about the face mask, okay? Because it still is something. I went I went in a Walgreens today. I had my mask on. I went in Target. Everyone has masks on. I feel really comfortable that everyone's wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's wipes everywhere. You know, I just felt good that we're all protecting each other and caring about each other. And it's a way to show love. Because mm-hmm. I'm wearing my mask for you. Yeah. You know, so that's just a different way to think of it instead of the burden. Because I really get claustrophobic yeah um one of the things people are doing is putting on your mask too late ideally you should put it on 
right, you know, when you get in your car, when you're getting out of your car before you go into the store, because a lot of people wait till they get in the store and then maneuver no. it. So that's just something. Or taking it off too early. And don't touch the mask once it's on right. with your fingers. Right. I sometimes have to pull down the bottom so I can, you know, not fog up mm-hmm. the, the glasses on top. So yeah, I just thought that's my COVID story, which is still going on in the midst of this. There are a ton of... um People giving back. I think Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine has done a really nice um, list of a lot of um, shops that are raising money for to help um, uh, give back to people um, to, you know, the George Floyd um, GoFundMe page that has or already earned his brother started eight point two million dollars to the Lake Street Fund to the different funds. But there's a list of places like you can buy um, some cool things. You know, like um, fashion things to support what's going on right now. Outside of COVID, we're talking about supporting right. George Floyd um, and what's going on right now. So look for that list in Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. I think Minnesota Monthly put a list out too. And I know KSTPAM. I mean, excuse me, that's not existing. <laughs> KSTP. Um, our Channel 5 has a list. I know we have a list. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of resources for if you want to go shopping, how you can give back. Um, a lot of the pharmacies have been dislocated, burned down to the ground in many cases. Minnesota. Where are people getting their medications? Well, the Minnesota Pharmacy um, it's Board. Board, and there is one, is working um, to set up some temporary locations for people, also giving leniency to get a 30 day dose of whatever you need, you know, while the prescription is waiting to go through all the channels and everything. So there's a lot of people working to make sure people are getting what their needs, mm-hmm. their needs met right now. Because um, I really do wonder what's happening over with Lloyd's. With well, that you're whole going place to your sister. Down. Lloyd's is sending people to their sister. Um, I wrote it down here. Setzer's on Rice Street is another place for 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 the Lloyd's Pharmacy on Snelling Avenue that burnt down. But Walgreens and CVSs they're sending people to their other locations. Okay. Um because a lot of um CVSs are in the targets that are closed and people are worried about that. So a lot of people's just general needs have been displaced. So if you can volunteer, there's lists of where people are volunteering, you know, to give give to the food drives, the diaper drives, all that kind of stuff. So anyway. All right, good. Thank you, Julia. Mm-hmm. All right, let's when we come back, we do have some uh, music news. We had to pay Gaslighter by the Dixie Chicks, even though it's really about the breakup of Natalie Maines, a uh, uh, breakup with her husband, Adrian Pastor. But they wrote that song with Jack Antonoff. And I feel like there's so much gaslighting going on. It's just a great song. Absolutely. Because there's so much, uh, you know, gaslighting that happens on the regular. So. Yay, Dixie Chicks. You know, they delayed their album. Oh. It was going to come out, but they just, with yeah, everything I know. going on. So. You know, when we had on um, Charlie, mm-hmm. uh, just a couple minutes ago, Charlie Rounds, our, our dear friend and a wonderful, wonderful citizen, mm-hmm. um, he was talking about how, you know, change starts with individuals. We can't rely on our government to, to make all the changes and... Um, and talking about how there are good people in the Minneapolis Police Department. There's great people. Mm-hmm. There's great people. There is a kind of a cancer culture there, though. If you speak up, you're wrong. Right. So people don't speak up. So it's starting at the top there. And right. I think everyone may know, know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say it out loud. Bob girl. Yep, I'm not mm-hmm. saying anything out loud. And I... um 
I talked to a friend of mine last night whose son is a police officer. Mm-hmm. Her brother's a St. Paul police officer. Mm-hmm. I just got a note from my friend whose um, husband heads up a police department in um, the I, Southern. And her brother-in-law is a police yeah. officer. There's mm-hmm. so many good police people, but they're just feeling exhausted by it. And and we heard the guy, the head of the chief of police in New York said, that's not who we are. This one, you know, best yeah. of, so it's really many... They really have a big problem. And so there's been a long time problem yes, in Minneapolis. There has it's been a long time problem in the culture. And just they've been protecting us, you know, other, you know, it's just like it isn't this blanket thing. There's a cone of silence. Yeah. Yeah. Because of uh, that's that's just, that you know, department. that's how that's how that brotherhood works mm-hmm. and all of that. And I, I can imagine it's an exhausting job. Absolutely. In its own way. Absolutely. And there's probably, you know, maybe more counseling that needs to go on. But it's also the machismo, the macho, that all right. of that. It's not it's not easy. And then you also get, you know, somewhat um shaded. Not shaded. No, no but, you um, get you get immune to it. Right. You know, it the the stuff that you see and that you do and all And of I don't that. know if in the police departments if this is a thing, but you know, I know that if you're a therapist, if you're an attorney, if you are um, a doctor, I mean, you have to keep up credentials and you have to keep learning and you have to keep getting that. I don't know what happens in the police community if that's, I don't know. I'm sure it is. I don't know either. Whatever. Stop wondering out loud. Let's get to the music. (laughs) Let's get to it. (laughs) Well, just uh, the weekend is using his... Wealth uh, for good. He donated uh, five hundred thousand dollars to I Black Lives him. Matter, and um, he had donated. Well, he donated two hundred thousand to the Black Lives Matter Global Network, two hundred thousand to the Colin Kaepernick Know Your Rights Camp Legal Defense Initiative, and then another one hundred thousand to National Bailout, and just encouraged his other. Um, wealthy musician and artist friends to do the same thing. And so Drake uh, did um, uh, do 100000 to the national bailout. And um, so that that was that was good. Yeah. I mean, you know, that they're that I like it that these these uh, wealthy people are, are calling challenging each, each other. Challenging and I feel like Bethany off. kind of started that Bethany Franco, when she was saying even for the relief for the COVID for COVID, even yeah. if, you know, where are all the rich people? Come on. Yeah. And then, um, Lizzo, uh, who, oh. you know, she really doesn't do Twitter too much anymore. Nope. Uh, her thing is Instagram. And, um, she is, uh, spoke out about, um, George Floyd. And, um, she told her fans, I think this was on Sunday, she said, this is the most outrage I've seen as a country and it's starting to give me the first semblance of hope I've had in a long time. I really do believe in the good in people. And maybe that makes me naive, but I've seen Minneapolis rise up and do incredible things. And this isn't the first time. And talking about the protests, that they didn't ask for any of this. All they wanted was justice. And she was like crying. And so, because there were people like, they were going, where's Lizzo? Why isn't she talking? Right. And, she just isn't active on Twitter, really. Right. I go and I kind of look at her thing. She's had told us a while ago because, you know, I don't know, maybe Twitter, there's more people that yell back at her yeah. or something. So this was on Instagram. And then Adele made um, 
she did a social media post to share her thoughts on the death of uh, George Floyd. And um, she said she it was just writing. She said protests and marches are happening all over the globe and gaining momentum. So be righteously angered, but be focused. Keep listening. Keep asking. Keep learning. It's important we don't get disheartened hijacked or manipulated right now and so she just you know kind of went on the you know a racism is alive and well everywhere mm-hmm. i wholeheartedly stand in solidarity for the fight for freedom liberation and justice so she's got a lot of people and then rihanna um last year at some point she i don't know if she was on a beach vacation but she kind of had this tie-dyed pink little dress on that's yes. like a beach cover-up yes and it was like an asymmetrical, like the kind that Betty and Wilma wore. Yeah, you think of what Betty and Wilma and the Flintstones wore. And uh, she's making it available to the masses. We will be producing this iconic dress exclusively for three charities. Now, you can't go. Fenty is shut down for the day. Um, but the designer said no one else in the world had this dress apart from me and Riri. And the profits, if you buy this dress will be split between Black Lives Matter, Solace Women's AIDS, Aid, and the voice of domestic workers. So I love that, that, you know, Rihanna is doing I did. That. You know, there was a photo of her, I think it was on the Daily Mail, and um, I don't, it was a photo of her fanny, mm-hmm. um, and I've never seen this style of underwear before. It's a thong, but it has a circle that would be like the like around the back of your butt all the way that would did you see this no it was the weird i've never seen any pair of underwear i'm like how do those stay on i mean it's like putting on a thong and then putting another pair of underwear that would go around the outer side of your your butt there's was so that a swimsuit no oh. it was in a pair of under it was the cutest thing i've ever seen Sure, her line must have some really because we've looked at it it's kind of spendy but she has some amazing things yeah, I, I don't know how this stays on yeah, I don't know either. Just a little oh. side note about. Mm-hmm. She looks good in green. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Christian Slater has an acting job again, and it starts tonight, I think, on Lifetime. It's called Dirty John. Mm-hmm. It's If you watched it last year, did you watch that, Holly? I didn't watch oh, it. Oh, it was you liked it. It yeah, was so good. It well, was, all right. Should I give it you, was soapy and give good you the review? And Connie Britton was in it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Well, based off the podcast, it was right. based off the podcast. Right. Now this is just another. This is based off a true life story. The, yeah. the Betty Broderick story, and it is. Um, it was in the late eighties. Betty Broderick's case was a subject of media frenzy. And an Emmy-nominated TV show, if you can remember this movie, an Emmy-nominated movie starring Meredith Baxter. Whoa. Oh, man. And um, and here's it. They was w- it called the Betty Broderick story? Like it was. When we had the was. TV movies of the week? Yes. <laughs> and what it was is they look like the perfect couple. But Betty stood by, supported Daniel, her husband, through medical school, then law school. After decades of love and patience and support, Daniel became one of the most powerful malpractice attorneys in San Diego's and the Brodericks, including their four children, lived a comfortable life, fancy, fancy. As And then what happens, Daniel began an affair with his assistant, Linda, lied about the affair to his wife, Betty. Using misogynistic legal system, he took custody of their kids away from his, the ex-wife, Betty. And- For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. 
For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Push Betty past the breaking point. Betty ended up coming to their house. Don't tell us what happens. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. There's mixed reviews. It stars Amanda Pete and Christian Slater. Mixed reviews. It's no one says it's as great as last year's. Is it on Lifetime? It starts tonight. Let's just see. There's a two hour tonight on two hour premiere USA. Oh, it's USA, USA yes. Network. Okay. Yeah. Mixed reviews, but it might work. Yeah. It might work as a diversion. Yeah. I did watch the first episode of Filthy Rich, the Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, and I it, tried it. it uh, you know, I mean, I watched Surviving R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. I felt like I just needed to watch that. And and, uh, you know, I I really liked that show, even though it was, you know, hard to watch. Right, a lot um, of people did. And uh, Filthy Rich, it's just fascinating. I just think you feel it has the same. It's like very, it's good. very good. And I haven't right. even gotten to the, like my mom was telling me about it. She said, you're not going to believe the stuff that you hear about it. But the thing my mom was upset about was, I do not want to believe Buckingham Palace had anything to do with Princess Diana's death. Is that in there? There's a piece of the story that's in there. There's a lot of famous and I don't want to believe well-known that either. people. A lot of things. He was a very... He was so in. He blackmailed everybody, didn't he? Well, Kinda he had that's tapes. the idea that, yeah. that that's the, what the his power. Thing is. I mean, did you watch any of it? You know, I haven't watched any of it. It's totally on my list of things to watch. But you, the thing with the Jeffrey Epstein story is that it implicates so many people in so many positions of power. Uh, yeah. yeah. That I think if it the truth really got out there, that I. And, and, and Graydon Carter, the editor of Vanity Fair, you know, uh, he was scared off by Jeffrey Epstein's lawyers. And the a long time ago, like in early 2000s, yes, right? Yeah. And a reporter that was working on that, they kept the she got uh, three women to come forward with this story and he made her take it out. But part of that, we learn threats severed cat head was found left uh in his gated garden Mm -hmm. and also a bullet left on his front side they were he was very intimidating and it's just kind of uh, i i i'm looking forward to watching the rest to find out all these uh, mind-blowing uh things about how this very wealthy guy got away with everything so much bad stuff so all right listen we come back i think we are going to do a little hollywood speak Mm-hmm. Amazing song. Kesha has said about that song, Crane is about hoping that anyone, even abusers, can heal. Oh. That's what she said about that. But that is a great song that came out in 
that summer that of 2017. Yeah, that was. Okay, so let's Hollywood speak. Uh, some people were being called out um, for their statements about Black Lives Matter, specifically Leah Michelle. And well, this is juicy. It is. And one thing for damn sure, every, absolutely everyone who worked on Glee couldn't stand Leah Michelle. Rachel. I think that was her name, wasn't it? No, I no. don't. Wasn't I, it Rachel? I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe I, it was. I can't remember. I can't remember enough. That Any, it, anyway. But, uh, but th- I've heard that. This, People, that was a this is why thing. she will never be able to play Barbara Streisand on Broadway. Oh. Ever. That's this right. is why she never gets good jobs. I mean, this stuff follows you. And this was her first big job. And, of course, she dated the co-star. Yeah, Corey, Corey Monteith or whatever his name Monteith, is. Monteith, and who later died. And, and the first year that the Glee cast was nominated, we're on the red carpet at the SAG Awards. Remember, she, was, she and Corey were the... He did wave at us, but she had her own no. publicist. Yes. And the rest of the group walk together i'm gonna see if our friend might know i feel like he worked with her yeah Mm -hmm. so so anyway so um when uh uh leah decided to you know she put out something about leah michelle decided you know put out something about uh black lives matter um uh samantha marie ware was a guest star on glee in the sixth season and it was her first tv role Oh. And Samantha has been been waiting a while. So when L- Leah tweeted about Black Lives Matter and Samantha, who is uh, a black African, woman, yep. she activated her caps lock and she said this. LMAO, remember when you made my first television gig a living hell? Whoa. And this is all caps because I'll never forget. I believe you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would poop. But she used another word in my wig. No. Amongst other traumatic microaggressions that made me question a career in Hollywood. Well, here's what I learned from someone who knows her. Mm-hmm. Um, I have stories. Oh. The worst. Everything they say is true and more. Call us. Yeah, <laughs> please. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we believe, Samantha, mostly because we have no reason not to, but because Leah has a history of being the worst, all of her Glee co-stars hated her. So maybe this was her thing, threatening fellow actors with wig pooping. Also threatening to poop in someone's wig isn't microaggression, it is aggression. And um, so anyway, uh, Glee peeps uh, were in her comments agreeing with her and different people that were on the show um agreed with that leah treated me so subhuman i left the set of glee uh did somebody say cockroaches because that's what she used to refer to to the background as on the set of <gasps> glee but we grow up and we don't say background forever so anyway wow people were um really alex newell say who was also on glee said i'm going to say this one time when my friends go through something traumatic, I also go through it. That's what friendship is. And if you can't understand that, then you're part of the problem. And rumors of Leah Michelle's icy behavior started with the publicity around Naya Riviera, her co-star. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When Naya Riviera was... she Huge. Did she marry someone for two... Well, it doesn't matter. Whatever. But okay. I remember Naya uh, wrote about um, 
Leah, in her book, Sorry Not Sorry, Dreams, Mistakes, and Growing Up, she wrote, one of the Glee writers once said that Leah and I were like two sides of the same battery, and that about sums it up. We are both strong-willed and competitive, not with each other, but with everyone. That's not a good mixture. We definitely weren't the best of friends. I doubt if we'll ever sit on on a couch and eat kale together. Um, They did not talk. No. The entire time. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, people, uh, Samantha wasn't having it, and that was the headline. Leah Michelle threatened to poop in my wig for real. Wow. Now the unfollowings have started happening on social media, alleging Ariana Grande has unfollowed Leah Michelle on Instagram. They were on Screen Queens together. Oh, that's right. She's been dropped, Leah Michelle, by HelloFresh. Oh. Her endorsement is now gone. Oh, Kiki Palmer. From this? Yes, from this. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, we don't see her acting anywhere. No. We no. haven't seen her in, every, in anything. That HelloFresh was the first time like I'd seen her on it. Anything. And I just know she's pregnant because I keep seeing her pictures yeah. somewhere. Well, she shares a lot of that on social media. A mm-hmm. lot of, she's wow. very. I, wow. So, yeah. Well, but again, you, I'm okay with that. You cannot. Act and treat people that treat way. People it will like come crap. back. Karma is a bitch. That's the Hollywood speak on that. Karma will okay. come back. Karma is a bitch, and it's looking for you. Okay. Hey, Lori. Okay. Well said. Well Lori said. got a new haircut. Lori got to go get her haircut last night. It and? looks. This is the first time I might have taken a picture. I've seen her hair normal in two months. Oh yeah, for sure. At least yeah. because I had a little. I'm going of your hair, and it really just got bad. Paul Felipe said to me, how did you take care of washing your own hair? I said, I'm glad I never threw away my Velcro curlers (laughs) from years ago. Banana clips, bandanas, bobby pins. He goes, how would you control it? It's so rough and curly. And I said, I'd put in the Velcro curlers. I'd attempt to dry dry it. I had my shampoo bottles from fancy hotels that luckily I keep that's just so funny you didn't even have shampoo i didn't even have shampoo or conditioner and he i said then it would be a curly mess then i would pin it up and then i'd have it pinned up and then i'd go to sleep and then i would kind of flatten it out and then i could wear it down he's just like i'm exhausted just <laughs> listening to you and i said oh believe me my hair doesn't look good but, but who ca- i didn't even care okay here's no, a- i know that's it here, here's here's another uh, one for you. Okay, Joe Exotic, of course, oh, who remains yes. in prison for clumsily trying to take out a hit on his longstanding rival Carol Baskin. And if you're one of the millions of people who binge watch it, which I know Holly and I did, you'll know that Joe sold his roadside zoo to this sketchy guy, Joe Jeff Lowe, before he got sent away yes. to the to prison. Well, guess who now owns that zoo? Carol Baskin just won legal control of the Winnie Wood Exotic Animal Park. They have 120 days to leave because he owed her a judgment. Wow. Like a million dollar judgment. Oh, wow. Not just a little one. Yeah. He was convicted last year in a murder for hire plot and she won a trademark infringement. He was ordered to pay her a million dollars and... Then he transferred the property to his mother in a bid to evade creditors. And now a federal judge in Oklahoma said um, the property is being turned over to Carol Baskin. 
How do you feel about that, you Tiger King people? I, I have no feelings about this anyway, except for I know these names. I've heard a lot about them. Uh, well... Do you think it's it's sweet poetic justice? I but- do think that she was unnecessarily targeted, and um, and she's trying to paint herself as the savior of the animals, but she also profits off the big cats, so I don't feel good about what she's done, and I'm wondering if Tammy at the Wildcat Sanctuary in Sandstone might be getting a phone call because... Maybe that's a lot of that's a lot of animals yeah. to take care of and stuff. And I, how does Tammy? I mean, wow. I don't know. So, but yeah. she just won. So that is the update on if you watch Joe Exotic, which yeah. now just seems like months ago, doesn't it? It seems like he, he, that started the pandemic. Yeah. That was our first COVID TV watching binge that we all watched together. Yeah, that was less than three months ago. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Really. It feels like it's been longer than that. It does. It does. All right, we'll be back. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.